So Trav's absolutely this had favorite the best hero, gyro, gyro, whatever you want to call it. We still, I, I'm saying gyro because I think yeah. that's how you're supposed to say it. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 245. While Greece has over 2,000 islands, only 170 of them are inhabited. And since we've only been to two, looks like we have some catching up to do. When you're in Greece, there are a lot of modes of transportation you can take. Ferries and catamarans and cabs and cars and buses and motor scooters and ATVs and these little like things that are look like cars, but they're mini cars. But no matter how you're getting around, you need to make sure that you have the right luggage. And for me, that means a good travel backpack. I want it to be the right size that it's not going to take up too much room that I can throw it on my back. And no matter how I'm getting around, I can make sure my luggage is with me. And that is the Tortuga backpack. So if you're looking for the best travel backpack, the one that has been around the world with me for the last two and a half, three years, go check out tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that will get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who enjoys going to get a pedicure while her husband is lying sick in bed <laughs> with a stomach flu. My wife, my constant travel companion, and now someone with a very nice pedicure, very nice toenails. Heather. I can't believe that you would say that as if, you know, I left you in your hour of need. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, was sick. I was sleeping. To be fair, I didn't even know she actually went and got a pedicure <laughs> uh, until I looked at the credit card statement um, because I was that sick that I was pretty much out of it during our whole time in Athens, which kind of stunk but it is what it is right i mean yeah i mean we were staying at the intercontinental you were very sick i was very bored they happened to have a spa next to the pool and i thought hey why not pedicure yeah well at least one of us had fun in athens <laughs> i um i was i was really we had left the night before from Georgia, and we had gotten into Athens, and I had eaten, well, we had eaten a whole plate of ribs before we got on a 4 a.m. flight. Probably not a good idea. We got in Athens. I was yeah, very sick. So luckily, really sick. we had booked a place in the Intercontinental in Athens with our points. We had a free night. So um, it's, it's only like 160, not only, but it's 160 bucks normally. We got it for free. Um, I'm glad we did book in there because it was really nice just to have a very big, comfortable bed. Yeah, that you laid in all day. And to, if it makes you feel better, I didn't tell you this at the time because it probably would have made you angry, 
that I wasted money, but the pedicure wasn't the best pedicure I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's all coming out now. So we, we cannot do an Athens destination diary because it would basically be summed up as, hey, I can recommend the beds and the bathroom at the <laughs> Athens Intercontinental Heather would not recommend a pedicure, and we saw the Acropolis for all of two hours when I struggled out of bed and then was like, I got to get back in bed. But it's another story for when we headed to the beautiful island of Paros. Right. And so what we're going to do today, like we do in our regular Destination Diary episodes, we are going to give you a real on-the-ground account of what we liked, what we didn't like, you know, the best places to eat, to stay, the things to do, just our recap of, of us visiting the island of Paros. Obviously, we're not experts. We've only been there once. We're only there for five days. So some of you may have been to Paros more. Um, some of you may have been to Greece more. That's fine. We're just giving you our experiences. So if you have been, or maybe there's some things that we discovered that you haven't seen. So we do this for most of the regions we, we come through. So if you're interested, we have a bunch of I don't know how many now. Maybe I'd say 10 to 12 other Destination Diary episodes. Maybe more. I don't know. Maybe more. And we did decide we're going to try to keep this short. So we're, we're timing ourselves here under half. Uh, we want to have it at half an hour. So we're going to do one on Paros. And we're also going to do one on Santorini because that's the island we went to after Paros. So if you are going to Greece or you're planning on going to Greece or you might want to go to Greece or anything like that, we have one for Paros, one for Santorini. But we wanted to break it up so it wasn't all just one big thing. You had to listen through each of them. So trying to keep it easy and digestible for you guys. Yeah, and I think that one of the difficulties in traveling to the Greece islands, Greek Greek islands, islands, is that there are so many of them. So how do you choose? How do you choose? So we've never been to Greece before, as Trav mentioned, and I think that I really wanted to go to Santorini because it's iconic, and I know it's over-touristed and it's crowded, crowded and it's cliché, but I just, I wanted to see it. But we also knew that we wanted to have a relaxing time, which we weren't sure would happen if we were in Santorini. So we kind of researched a little bit about islands that are around Santorini, and we came up with Paros. And I'm so glad that we did, because I don't think you can go wrong with any of the islands. I, I mean, there's, what, a lot, and we've only been to two, but both were great. Both were great, and from what we've heard, every island is great. <laughs> and I think the one cool thing about the Greek islands, from, from the research we've done, is that they are all different. Like, if you want a family holiday, this is better. If you want a romantic holiday, if you want this, if you want that. So there is so many options. And I think Paros, you're saying Heath would fit in this in this option that's kind of uh, it, it's almost like a good one size fits all Greek island right I think like that is a good way to it, put it it's not going to be too off the beaten path it, no. it's one of the easiest Greek islands to get to um, so it's easier to get to there's going to be people there it's not going to be super remote but it's not Mykonos it's not Santorini and it wasn't you know we went to Santorini after Paros and Santorini was much more crowded than Paro. So that's, it's like this good mixture of everything. It is. And it has two cities in it, you know, two kind of small towns. And they're really cool. And we had such a nice time while we were there. And I think they're both, they, not I think, they are, they're both different. Like they'll give you different vibes as well. So Paros was, you know, easy to get around. Mm-hmm. It had decent enough beaches. Probably, you know, people say that, is it, is it Cyclades or Cyclades? I, I still can't <laughs> Cyclades, say. I yeah, think. anyway, people say it's some of the nicer beaches. Um, and like we said, it's pretty easy to get there. So why don't we start with that? We're going to be, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Santorini in this. But again, we're going to do another Destination Diary just on that. But just for comparison's sake, you know, we knew we wanted to go to Santorini. 
And so we left Athens and m- almost all the ferries going that way to Santorini and Mykonos and all those islands. Go to Paros. The Cycladies. I hope that's <laughs> right. I should have looked it up before we started. Yeah, go to Paros. It's like the Grand Central Station of the Greek islands for that part because they all end up going to Paros. Yeah, and Naxos, which is a bigger island next to Paros. So right. um, we didn't go there. I mean, the ferry went there, but we stayed on the ferry. So I think that's also a good island. But we're not talking about Naxos. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Paros. Paros. And so it was about, what, four hours from have, Athens? Yeah, it could have even been four and a half. It was a bit of a hike, but they all, I mean, to take the ferry, they're all kind of far from Athens. And... um we didn't take the fast ferry because it. we heard it was a little bit choppier, even though it's faster and it's not as big. So we And went it's more with, expensive. And it's more substantially, expensive. Substantially, I yeah. think. It was like 35 euros to Paros on the Blue Star Ferry, the, the slower, bigger one. I think the other one was like 55 and it saved you an hour and a half. So Yeah, and the Blue Star Ferry is really comfortable. It's huge. There's so many places to sit. Now, we were there in September. I don't know. It's probably more crowded in, you know, the super high season of July and August. We were told that it very rarely sells out. Like the only time it sells out is during Greek holidays, typically when people from the islands are going back to the mainland or vice versa. So you're usually good without booking in advance. And we didn't get a a seat which you can you can reserve an airplane seat which is a seat that reclines and they're inside they're not out on any of the decks and they are really comfortable it's really cheap it only costs i think seven euros more to have it less less. even five euros but we didn't pro tip pro tip if it's not busy if you're there in july and august i would recommend just spending the five euros um to make sure you have it but because we were there in september there were so many open seats you're Technically, I don't think you're supposed to sit in there, but nobody checks, and so you can just sit in any of the seats. Yeah, we were told, well, if there's open seats, you can sit in, they'll come around and, and charge you, like, you know, whatever, the five euros later, and we sat in the seats, and then no yeah. one ever came around. So, both times, there and back. Yeah. So, so, it's a negligible amount of money. If you feel more comfortable, you can book it, but you don't have to. So, getting there to Paris, easy. There is also an airport. I think you can fly from Athens or some other places, but typically, most people go to the ferry. Again, comfortable, four hours. Um, not so bad. And then when you get into Par- uh, when you get into Paros, you get into Perikia, which, which is, is the, the port. Which is the port. And um, what we liked about Paros versus Santorini was the fact that when you got into the port, you are right there in the biggest town in Perikia. And um, Perikia and Nausa are the two towns. Yeah. And there's stuff in between, but you're there. And so if you're staying there, you could walk off the ferry. And if you're in Perikia, you could walk to. Uh, your hotel or your or your guest house or anything like that or there's plenty of taxis there and things yeah, like and that. Yeah, and taxis weren't too expensive. So when we arrived, we were actually staying closer to NASA and we got a taxi up to NASA and how much was that? Yeah. It, it, 15 it was euros? 15 euros or if you split it, you know, if another couple gets in, you could maybe talk them down. It was actually, it was 17 euros, but then he gave us a deal of 15 euros because another couple got in with us. They're going to the place right next to us. But Nausa to Perikia is about nine kilometers. Yeah, it takes about 20 minutes. Mm, less than that. 15. Mm, yeah, about 15. And um, and so, you know, they're, they're pretty close relatively. And we stayed in Nausa um, for the first couple of days. And we stayed in an awesome place called Hotel Senia, which I'm going to let Heather take the reins because she'll probably just gush from here on out. <laughs> so Hotel Senia is 
this beautiful boutique hotel. It's very small. How many rooms do you think it has? Like, I think he said 30, 30, 30 rooms. About 30 rooms. And they've recently renovated almost the whole property and they're still doing some things there. But what has been done is just beautiful. The rooms are very comfortable. The bed is nice. You have every single room has a little terrace, a little balcony. Looking I, out. I think, and maybe not every single one, but I think there was a... I'm not sure. There was a hallway, and okay. I didn't know if that went in the back rooms, but right. most of them most look out of the over the... Most of the rooms have a sea view. So, I yeah, I shouldn't say all, but I think most of the rooms have a sea view, and it has, like, a nice infinity pool that you That's can, the like, kicker. see. So, it's, it's, on, it's on the beach, but because it's kind of, like, high up on a cliff, you have to walk down a bunch of stairs to get to the beach, but it's, like... A five-minute walk? Max. Max. You walk downstairs, cross a little street, and you're on the beach. Right. So it's such a stunning view from there. And then just to talk about the hotel services. I mean, the pool is great. The chairs around the pool are great. The food was the best food we had on Paros. Yeah, I think, Asenia, so the rooms are nice enough and the balcony's nice. The and bathrooms were really nice. Yeah, but where it really shined for us was the fact that it had that infinity pool over, you know, below the room. So if you're in the rooms, you're above it. But then the infinity pool looked out over the beach as well. And it wasn't a huge pool, but it was big enough. People were laying around it all day. There was a second uh, pool, like an adults-only pool that was even smaller, but had really nice chairs up up um, a, away from that a little bit. So that was kind of cool if you wanted to go up there and, and you know be away from kids and all. But just a really, really great setup. And the staff was so nice. Everyone there was so accommodating and you can order food all day. They have really great menu there and they have a breakfast included. Right. And most places do do this with a breakfast included typically. Um, but Senia's breakfast was way better than anywhere else we were. And I mean, to the point, it was some of the best breakfast we've ever had. If you've ever listened to our podcast about Bali and we rave about the... Um, about the one the hotel, Haven, the, the Haven in Bali, breakfast. and having yeah. this crazy buffet breakfast. Senia, maybe a slight notch below that, but I mean, this... It was good. Everything was, was really delicious. Incredible. Awesome baked goods. Uh, they have these little chocolate Peaches chip cookies just, that go with your coffee that I asked if I could have more, and then they gave me like eight for the ferry <laughs> ride, so shout out to that. Um, but we really loved host- Hotel Senia. It gets booked uh, way in advance. So if you're looking for a great place, family-friendly too, they have bigger rooms, like they have two-bedroom apartments and all types of different stuff as well. Yeah. So Check the, it out. The only reason we didn't stay there the whole time is because it was not available the whole time we were there in Paros for six nights. So the second place we stayed was called Paros Bay Hotel. And this was back to Perikia. So it's not... You You can walk to Perikia from here, but about it's a, a bit of a 15 hike. 15 to 20-minute walk. Yeah, the and town. there's no sidewalks. You're just walking the road, which is fine. But... Um, we did have a scooter, so that really helped with getting around. I think that let, let's hammer that point home is the fact that we rented a scooter. Now, if you're uncomfortable renting a scooter, um, you know, like a two wheeled motor scooter, they definitely uh, they also have four wheel um, like ATVs, ATVs, like four wheelers, and um, you can rent them, and those are probably a little easier to drive. So if you're a little afraid of having a scooter, get them. But one of those, you can also rent cars, of you course, can rent a car and four people. Yeah, it's not terribly expensive for any of these vehicles Scooters, to get around the island. 15, 20 euros a day. The ATV is maybe 25, 30. 30. A car is 40. Um, in the, we went, as we said, September. So this is right at the end of peak season. If you're going any other times, 
you know, off peak, you could get probably really, really good deals there. Um, but get something to get around the island, I would highly suggest, because yeah. you don't want to take taxis, and, and, and it's we'll, too big to yeah. walk around. And we'll talk about that when we get to the things to do section of the podcast. But as far as where to stay for accommodations, Hotel Senia is the best. We can't recommend it more. And there are so many accommodations on the island of Paros. So if you are only going for a vacation, you want to splurge, you can easily find like resorts for about two hundred to three hundred dollars. Um, Senia was a little expensive at one fifty. One in that one fifty range, like a middle to upper range right. place. But it wasn't a resort; it was a boutique hotel, and it was really like family run and operate so that felt really nice and then paros bay is kind of like a resort but it's smaller and it was not that expensive it was about 80 us dollars a night 80 us dollars a night had a nice pool also came with breakfast beautiful pool breakfast was decent um and again it's not a bad place to stay if you want to be near parikia um and you can walk into Perique, it's about 20 minutes, but it did help that we had a motorbike yeah. that we could go in and out. Whereas really Hotel Senia is literally a five-minute walk into NASA. And there's, I mean, both Perikia and NASA are really cool towns. I, I don't know which one I prefer more. Perikia, de- if we're looking at where you're going to stay, um, Perikia, definitely bigger. And, and there's busy. M- and busier. There's more going on. NASA is cool, mm-hmm. not near as big. Um, a little more laid back. Plenty of restaurants still to eat at, but Parikia, um, ha, yeah. you know, probably two or three times the size. I will say this: I wouldn't want to stay in Parikia, like in the port, in the amongst the little town, because it's pretty crowded. And so Paros Bay being outside was nice, but as far as Hotel Senia being next to Nausa, you didn't, you weren't in Nausa, but it was a really quick walk. There's one reason I would want to stay in Parikia. Other than that, it's really convenient. And if you were, if you didn't have a motorbike or anything like Mm -hmm. that, you just wanted to stay there and you didn't want to go to any of the other beaches, there is a beach right, you know, at the port there and all. Um, but the best reason to stay in Perica <laughs> is steakhouse restaurant. So Trav's absolutely this had favorite the best restaurant. hero, gyro, gyro, whatever you want to call it. We still, I, I'm saying gyro because I think yeah. that's how you're supposed to say it. But if if you know what we're talking about, g y r o gyro, right? Um, we got recommended this. We had been striking out a lot. We've been going out to eat the first couple nights in Paros, and we just were not. We thought the Greek food would be so amazing, and it just wasn't doing it. And we were pretty bummed. We even put out on Twitter, Facebook, follow us on social media, a great way to follow our travels. We're like, people, come on, give yeah. us recommendation. We thought Greek food was going to be amazing. And um, the lady at Paros Bay saved us. Yeah. So Trav really wanted to get a euro. And so, you know, we said we would. We don't care. We like fish. We like meat. We like vegetarian. We'll basically eat anything. So she recommended this place called Steakhouse. And I was like, okay, I don't know if this is going to be... Sounds like a lame name. Yeah, what's going on here? a weird name and just steak. I don't really even like steak. Well, we walk past and it's nothing fancy at all. And you can sit in and eat and you can also just get takeaway. And it was pretty packed. It was like 1130 or something too before everyone was out to eat the lunch. Yeah, in the morning, not at night. Right. Because it is open late. (laughs) And we Um, did go probably that late as well. But anyway, Trav decided to get a a gyro and I got like a mixed platter and they were both really, really good. And the food trended upward from there. It was like a breaking point for our grease trip of getting good food. And I went back to Steakhouse three times. 
uh, I think. Was it only three? I mean, I feel like it could have been well, more. Well, I mentioned like going every day, every <laughs> oh. two hours. We just didn't always keep going when I wanted to. But Steakhouse was awesome. It's right there on the main street, right by up from the port a little bit. Head there, get a two dollar, uh, two euro twenty cent euro, and it's big and awesome. And, and, um, and it was recommended yeah. by a local, and we saw a lot of locals there, and we've heard, you know, then we heard a lot of people who were there saying, "Yeah, this is the best place." So go there. Quickly followed by your second favorite place. Okay, so this was just as good, and we went just as many times, if not more. This was v- called Vanilla, and this is a gelato shop, and there's two. Yeah, there's one actually really close to the steakhouse on the outside of the town, you know, like on the water. And then the original one, which is inside Parikia. So Parikia and Nasa both, um, the cities are like little, it's pedestrian only once you get inside. So it's like all these cobblestone streets and buildings. Super quaint, whitewashed buildings. Tons of shopping. Oh, beautiful. Really fun. Well, not the shopping, the streets. <laughs> I love And this is where you find the original vanilla gelateria. And it... I mean, it rivals any gelato we've had in Italy. It was so good. We so good. They make fresh waffle cones as well, so you can like smell the fresh waffle cones. The yogurt the- with fresh forest berries was our favorite flavor. But they did everything well. We went. I think we after we found out about it, we were there four days and we ate at least five times there. Like yes. it was a, it was an over an average of one a day. Yeah. Um. So check it out. And there is one right by Steakhouse, so you can do a little bang bang there, you Steakhouse, can. and then Vanilla Gelateria. Yeah, so definitely recommend that highly. Then another place that we got gelato. And we don't know how to pronounce this because the guy kept telling me and the sign was kind of confusing. So I'm going to try my best. It's like Joe Hamanduras or something. It's a small little shop. Dessert like a shop, dessert, sweet a shop. sweet shop run by this really sweet old man. And this is in Nasa. And it's just in one of the, you know, labyrinths of streets. But it's across from a place called Planet Mushroom. Yeah, so I think Planet Mushroom was like a clothing slash surf clothing shop or Maybe. whatever. Beach clothing. Put in Planet Mushroom in yeah. Google Maps and you'll get there. It's right across and the super sweet guy, homemade ice cream. Really great. Good. And we didn't get to try any of the pastries because we saw them after we got the ice cream. Yeah. I think this is probably the second ice cream of the day at and that they, point. He also specializes in those Greek donuts, like the little donut yeah, balls. So it's, just, it's just cool. It was cool and he was really nice and sweet and we just thought, okay, I don't know how to tell people about this. And then I saw Planet Mushroom across the street and I'm like, just go to Planet Mushroom and go across. Um, but staying in Nelson, uh, some of the places to eat uh there this is we were in nausea first because we were staying at hotel mm-hmm. senior for those first couple of days and we we're striking out well to be fair if you get seafood anywhere it's probably going to be good because it's fresh now we went to this place called taverna glaf coast because there's just taverns everywhere tavernas everywhere and this one was highly recommended and we got calamari which was awesome and the first night hold on we went to and we to see if we could go and there was like a two-hour wait so like whoa so that in our mind we went back for lunch next day like well this must be really good and it was so we had calamari which was awesome and we had a salad which was really delicious but then we got a main course and the guy food spaghetti the guy recommended like a whole fish but we weren't that hungry for this huge meal so we're like let's just share a seafood pasta and it was not great but right. I think it's probably because we ordered pasta. We ordered pasta. We, it was a bad idea. We shouldn't so, have done it. So maybe give Taverna Glavkos another so, shot. I think so, because the other two things we got were awesome. And like, it's just really, it's fresh fish and it's next to the water. Like the waves crash up against the restaurant. Yeah, give it's it a shot. Cool. There's a lot of those around there. You probably can't go wrong if you do seafood. Just don't do Italian. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a good Well, call. we did get pizza one time at a place in NASA called Pizzarella. It was not bad. So if you're craving just kind of like a light pizza. The first night we went to a place to get pizza and it was awful. We don't remember the name, but um, it was awful. Yeah. So don't go there, but go to Pizzarella, which was decent and in NASA. And they only make pizza, really, And they only make so. pizza. And, you know, our overall recommendation, like, you know, if we can, we were only there a couple of days and we always got breakfast in the morning. So we were doing about one meal a day because we were eating so much gelato as well. Definitely hit Steakhouse, hit Vanilla, hit that little gelato place across from Planet Mushroom. You could give Taverna Glovkos a shot or Pizzarella. Both or deep. Bar- Barbarossa. Barbarossa or was right we by didn't Taverna Glovkos. go, Glavkos. but I heard that's even better for seafood. Yeah, and that was a little pricey. Like, that was upscale, but yeah. it looked pretty nice. But even if you're not staying at Hotel Senia, so the last night, this was, you know, in the name of research, we have to go try all these places. And we were like, you know what? We should go to Hotel Senia because we had stayed by the pool once and gotten a turkey burger. It was pretty good. And we had had really good breakfast there. We and we driving. had a snack once there as well. So we're like, the food is really good there. And we were driving, you know, all over the island. And we were only about five or 10 minutes away from Hotel Senia. But we were 30 minutes away from our... From Parikia. From, like from going Paris to Parikia. And we were like, hey, why don't we just pop into Hotel Senia? And we do dinner there as our do last dinner. Do dinner and look out at the cliffs and the sunset. And we are very glad we did because the dinner there was probably, other than Steakhouse's Euro, the best food we had. Well, definitely the best food we had in Paris. Maybe some of the best food, definitely some of the best food we had in, in Greece, including Santorini. There was another place during our Santorini Destination Diary, foreshadowing that we're going to tell you about too, that was on par with this. But Hotel Senia, I got a, it was, here's the cool thing. It's cheap, big and delicious. So we even talked to the owner, Theo, of Hotel Senia afterwards. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're really getting hitting our stride with our restaurant. And our they prices are low on yeah. purpose because it's more for like, we're not trying to make a lot of money. It's more for our hotel guests, although anyone can eat there. So we went and you got... Yeah, they don't advertise it. Like, I don't think you would know there's a restaurant there. So this is kind of like, if you don't stay there, this is an insider secret. This is an insider thing. So go, Heather got a salmon ravioli. So good. So good with like Meyer lemon cream sauce. It was amazing. It was so good. And whenever we get calamari, Heather always wants to get the fried calamari, which I like too, especially in Greece. They weren't heavily battering it, which was good. You know, it's it's lighter. But I always want to get grilled and she doesn't love it. So I took this chance to get grilled squid. And I swear they gave me like, it, it was like a huge <laughs> plate. It took up the whole, a whole dinner plate of f- grilled squid and it was awesome with this like really good couscous it was nine euros i think your sam lasagna was like 10 or 11 euros it was so good the wine is cheap Mm -hmm. um and they have local wine from the islands so we got a crazy good greek salad there that's another Mm -hmm. thing someone to give us a recommendation just to wrap up the eating so go to hotel senia whether you're staying there or not eat there once it's awesome but someone had given us a recommendation we said hey we're really striking out on food she said you know, I didn't have a bad Greek salad anywhere, even when I went to other places and it was crap, uh, the rest of the food. And so like, okay, so we started getting Greek salads yeah. a lot of places and they are, everywhere we went, it was really, it's really like good. fresh feta cheese and olives and tomatoes and cucumbers and onions. And it's so fresh, like the vegetables are really, really delicious, but you know, they don't come with a lot of, or a- any lettuce. Right. It's more just the fresh veggies the fresh with vegetables a big with hunk the, of feta or some other cheese. Do it. So good. like you, if you're striking out or you're just like you're a little unsure, always start with a Greek salad. And Senia had a fantastic one as well. So 
That that takes care of the eating portion. And when I said to half, I said, you know, we got to talk to people about what to do in Paros. Right before we started the podcast, I'm like, yes, yeah, so should we make notes about what to do? And she just laughed and said... Uh, you just relax. And... Hang out. And... Eat. There you go. So she said, uh... I don't think we need notes. You relax. And you eat. And, and you, you drink. eat. And so we've hit the eating. But there are some... Paros is great because it is much more relaxing than Santorino because there's less to do. There's less people. There's less wineries. There's less like restaurant scene. I mean, although there's really good restaurants, but you're in Perikia or you're in Nassau, uh, yeah. Nalsa and you're walking around. Or and there are some other little fishing villages and there's also a whole other island that you can get to by like a five minute ferry called Antiparos, which, which is, is even sleepier and quieter. Yeah, but and we didn't make it there because we did too much relaxing. But we've heard that's amazing. So we highly recommend getting a vehicle of some sort because yeah. you're gonna want to explore the island. E- Unless even, all you want to do is sit by the pool or beach all day. Well let's say you have three days I would definitely recommend that you get a vehicle for one of those days and go and explore the other beaches. So if you're staying in Perikia, go and explore Nalsa and, and and all these other beaches or vice versa if you're in Nalsa or, you know, so even if you don't get a vehicle for the whole time, if you're there three, four days, get it for one day and use that day to go. It's, it's easy. You could go around the whole island in yeah, one day. Yeah, we didn't have a scooter the first three days we were there and then for the other three we did. Right. And it was really nice because even if you still want to relax, you can just drive to one of these other beaches and relax at that beach. The one, the, our last full day on the island, we literally went to four, I think four different beaches. Yeah. And it's just really neat to drive up along the coast and stop at a beach. And a lot of them have beach bars too that you can eat at. And, and they'll drink have umbrellas and, and, and chairs. chairs. And it's usually like a couple euros if you want to have an umbrella or a chair or you just put your blanket down and, and sit there. But just a few of our favorite, well, probably both of our favorite. And this was surprising because we had had. People tell us, you know, when we were on the scooter, oh, you go here, go here, go here. And we had heard about Golden Beach, but they didn't really recommend that. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So we went to Golden Beach, and I think that was both of our favorite beach. It was just beautiful. The water was an amazing shade of blue, really clear, calm, relaxing. It was sandy so that you didn't have to have a chair because I think we just sat on our towels there. And it was really beautiful. And it was good for swimming. Um, Windsurfing. Yeah. So Golden Beach, we really, really liked. And that is on the other side. That's on the eastern side of the island. Whereas um, Perikia, when you come in, is on the, the western side. And then Naus is kind of in the yeah, northwest. The north, yeah. So uh, you need a car or some sort of vehicle to get there. But Golden Beach, definitely worth it to go over to the other side, see that. Yeah, and um, if you want to know about how long it takes to get to these places, there wasn't a time where we drove more than 20 minutes from no. destination to destination. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's all relatively close. Um, by one, well, Golden Beach was my favorite. You had another that I think was maybe your favorite or tied um, for your favorite. It was probably tied for my favorite. And that is another beach that's very difficult to pronounce, but I will try to give it a shot. And it's Colibithris Beach, which just starts with a K. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to find it because it's actually kind of close to Nausa. Um, it's just like around a couple coves and it's really protected by like the wind and it's like a little bay, but it's really cool because you drive up to the beach and then you walk along and there's all these like really interesting rocks. They're not sharp and jagged. They're 
just kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, I put some pictures on social media. It was a really, really cool beach. And again, the the sand was nice and the watercolor was just stunning. It was yeah, and because really, of the really rock beautiful. formations, it was a little different than Golden Beach, which was like a longer, yeah. not enclosed beach. You know, it was just kind of stretched out a yeah. little bit. So The only thing with the, the with Coley Beathris, if I'm even saying that right, is it was a little more crowded. Like Golden Beach had tons of space and it was right. long and... But yeah, and you, and you can't go wrong with any of the beaches, but we loved Golden. We loved Coley Beatrice. Santa Maria's near Nalsa as well, so you can get there. That was that was decent. Um, we went around. That That's probably the closest one to to Nalsa that isn't the one that's right there, mm-hmm. um, which I don't remember the name of that, uh, but it's, uh, it's right there in Nalsa. Yeah. It starts with a P. Um, and then there's one that's down south, and this is a little far, especially from Nalsa. This would probably be a 30-minute drive, but it, it'd be, you know, if you're hitting all the beaches, you could go down there. Uh, Faragas Beach, and uh, we went there the first night just before uh, the sun was setting. We went down there, and it was pretty cool. It's small, so I wouldn't say, like, go way out of your way to get there. Um, because it is, it's at the very bottom of the island, the very south tip of the island, but a decent spot to hit up. And, and really that's kind of the fun part. It's just going to all the different places. It's just seeing what the beaches are pretty diverse there. You know, it's really cool that you could see so many different styles of beach on one island and another island, um, or sorry, another beach was Molus beach, which we didn't swim in because it was really windy and kind of choppy. Although when we were in Paros, it was windy. Overall, it was overall, pretty windy. Yeah. It was really windy. But this particular beach wasn't really protected by the wind, but it was basically abandoned. And on either side of it, you know, like the cliffs kind of, the hills kind of came out on either side. And there were also these little Greek churches on either end. And it just, it was really peaceful there. And I really liked it. And I just kind of sat in the, in the sand, which was incredibly soft sand. It I really like, that sand was very unique. And it, that was. it was so soft. Um, I they, think it's a good surfing beach, yeah, because it's choppy well. there. Um, but we didn't swim there, so I can't attest to like the water conditions. And it wasn't the beautiful colors of some of the other beaches, but it was really beautiful. Just another beach to check out, and and so that's what we would recommend that you do. And we're we're now looking at the timer, and we're like, oh man, we just went over thirty minutes. So we're going to wrap it up here by saying. Paros is definitely worth it. You know, a lot of people are going to Santorini and they're going to Mykonos and this and that. And I, I it, you know, I'm not going to say I like Paros more than Santorini or Santorini more than Paros. That's hard to say. I, but if I was going to go to an island, the islands for a week, I would certainly break it up and do Paros some and Santorini some because they're totally different. And Paros is much more relaxing. I would highly recommend that you go and you get a motorbike or an ATV or you know four wheeler or a car and just use it to explore and take the time just to relax and enjoy that. It's a little bit slower and it's much more of a local island than a tourist island like Santorini or like Mykonos yeah, or something. Yeah, like I that. absolutely loved it on Paros, and I would definitely say it is a top island to visit. Plus. You have Steakhouse with the <laughs> and best And you have heroes, vanilla with the best gelato. And you have gelato. vanilla. So you might, and you have Hotel Senia with amazing breakfast. Amazing so if, food. If you go to Paris just for those reasons, to stay at Hotel Senia, to go to Steakhouse to get mm-hmm. the gyro, and to go to vanilla to get the gelato, I mean, that's like a yeah. pretty great vacation. And right I know there. Trav doesn't like shopping, but there are plenty of women and men who like shopping. And Paros has a lot of really nice local shops where you can buy from local people jewelry and sandals, leather goods, clothing. So it's really cool. 
to yeah. just walk around in the She's little... She's trying to justify to me the uh, sandals that she bought, there, <laughs> I think. They're really um, beautiful. But check it out, Paros. Easy to get to, you know, the first stop from Athens if you're going to some of those other islands. So don't just pass through. If you have some time, stop for a couple days. Enjoy it. Uh, we really, really loved it. And if you are going there, you're probably looking to maybe go to Santorini as well. We'll be putting out a Destination Diary episode about Santorini because we spent three days there as well and kind of the best places to eat just like we did here so if you like that make sure you check that out that'll come out um right after this one a week after this one so you can check out our santorini destination diary as well we will not be doing an athens one because we don't know enough so we'll have to go <laughs> back and uh, we will be back in the greek islands and if you guys have recommendations because a lot of people have been to the greek islands and that's one of the reasons we were able to cut this down to Paros and Santorini because again we were overwhelmed when we were playing this trip of where do we go in the Greek islands so many good choices and so Paros and Santorini as one of my friends said oh just the standard and we're like yeah just the standard but it was a great standard <laughs> it's an exceptional standard and yeah. that's why people go so if you have recommendations and you've been to Greece let us know at pack of peanuts you can leave a comment on the show notes or you can tweet us that's we're doing a lot more social media at pack of peanuts let us know your favorite Greek island what we should do where we should go because we're always looking for recommendations um, thank you as always for Tortuga for sponsoring this episode. So if you're looking for a good travel backpack, remember promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off your order. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. It was great to reminisce about our time. It was only like two weeks ago, but it feels like a lifetime ago <laughs> that we were laying on the beach there in Paro. So um, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for making us the number one rated travel podcast on itunes and if you want more of these podcasts extra pack of peanuts.com slash pods you can find on itunes you can find on stitcher however you listen to this so thank you all for tuning in and until next time happy free travels i'll show you paris in the morning.